Welcome to Empowering Entrepreneurs. I'm Emily Oswald. And I'm Sarah Brophy. And we are the owners of The Digital Destination. We're bringing you motivational reminders and stories from fellow business owners. Get empowered with us and stay hungry for success. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Um, So today, Emily and I, we have some exciting news for you. Um, We just released a new freebie that is for you small business owners. It's called the Small Business Map, and it's a guide to getting started on social media. Um, So um, throughout the next couple of weeks, Emily and I are going to focus on some different examples of how um, different businesses can identify the right social media platform for their business um, so that they can either generate leads, um, get more sales, more clients, things like that. Yeah, we're really excited because, I mean... Sarah and I are both in marketing, obviously, so we see this a lot. And the podcast, this podcast, we really wanted to be about like encouraging entrepreneurs, making sure that you guys feel motivated to keep going. And one thing that is just so frustrating for business owners, and when they come to us, they're so just like exhausted and tired, is finding the right social media platform and figuring out how to utilize that to make sales. Because that's the that's the only reason we're on social media as business owners is to to make some money, right? So um, I'm really excited to go through this. If you are wanting to see this whole freebie for yourself and get some of the extra information that's in it, you'll be able to find it on our website. Um, But today we are going to use a specific kind of industry as an example. And so Sarah is going to kind of tell us a little bit more about our example for today. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about um, doggy daycares. Um, We're going to kind of define a potential audience for a doggy daycare, the type of clients they're going to be looking for. And we're going to talk about some of the goals and how they can reach those goals through specific social media platforms. Um, So let's go ahead. um, In the freebie, there is a um, part of the document called Follow Your Path. Um, And so what we're going to do is we're just going to kind of set this up for the doggy daycare and kind of talk about the path that they might take to reach potential customers. It's, it's really helpful just so that you can go through all of these different just options that your business might have, right? So like for doggy daycares, like Sarah was saying, they have just a wide range of people that utilize them. And so the first thing that I like to look at uh, is what audience you're trying to reach. Because like Sarah said, that is really important. Um, for them, it's very wide it's not really gender specific or anything. Any Everyone has pets, right? Um, but it, the one thing that's helpful here is knowing if you're trying to reach other businesses specifically or if you're trying to reach individuals. So at least here we can narrow it down. Doggy daycares are, to my knowledge, almost always trying to reach individuals. Um, and so we'll focus more on that and make sure that the platform is ideal for individual people. Um, and then we kind of look into ages, right? And so then for the ages, we are also kind of more focusing on a wide range. But for doggy daycares, ideally, I would assume that they are wanting to focus on people that would have pets. And so typically those their highest number of clients with pets are probably like, what would you say, Sarah? We're going to probably give it- ages of 26 to 55. You want to make yeah. sure it's somebody who is older who actually can own a pet um maybe own a home. Or, or apartment or whatever yeah. right 
Right, exactly. Um, and so we would think that most doggy daycares would be looking for leads and that would be their main goal is to um, make connections with different people and, and create those leads to get them into the doggy daycare. Yep. Um, and so obviously um, this is this is going to be a service that we're focusing on. Um, so we would want to potentially if depending on what the goal is of the doggy daycare whether that's offering training services it might be boarding services um, it might just be um, the daycare service where the dog goes for the day and then the owner picks them up at the end of the day um, depending on what the service is we have um, three different potential platforms that the doggy daycare could be on right um, and so, and I feel like a good way to kind of figure that out is because of the personal services, we can kind of narrow it down by saying, okay, well, if they are offering services, then TikTok might not be a great option for them right off the bat, because I feel like TikTok tends to be much more like product-based, like a lot of products are really good on there, like any of the get ready with me kind mm -hmm. of things and um just uh, now products are always a big thing on TikTok. We're always finding products we like by whatever we find on TikTok, right? Um, but then Pinterest isn't really great for that either because same thing, they're very product forward. Um, Twitter's not going to be a good option. So that help is how we're kind of like breaking it down and picking Instagram, Facebook, and possibly YouTube as potentials. Mm -hmm. um, but that's still hard, right? Because now we have three options and you're like, okay, what do we focus on now? Because you can have more than one platform that you're on. And honestly, like we recommend that. But the reason we think it's great to have one primary platform is so that when you as a small business owner are creating content, you're not creating like three different pieces of content for every one for every platform. Um, you should only be creating like one piece of content that you can then repurpose on the other platforms. Uh, it just saves you so much time with as a small business owner, we have so little time. It's just really helpful. Um, and so since we have those three, we're going to kind of talk about the different types of content that do best on each platform so that you can really narrow it down on which one you want to really focus on to get you started. Yeah. So. Um for example, maybe if we're starting uh, with Instagram, um, Instagram is going to be great for short form video content. So that's reels. Um, maybe if you're posting story updates, um, things like that, it's great for um, photos, carousels, um, sharing photos of, of the dogs, mm -hmm. um, sharing video, like training videos of the dogs would be great for like a short form reel, something like that. Um, so Instagram is a great place to build your brand awareness um, and just kind of get people to know about your doggy daycare. Right. And and to your point, Sarah, that you made earlier that there's they might have a variety of goals based on the type of doggy daycare or training or boarding that they have. If they don't really do training, Instagram could still be fun because of, it is short term videos, short form videos. Um, and so if they just do more of like the boarding or like midday care or whatever while people are at work that would be a great time to like showcase some funny personalities and show funny dog videos because goodness knows those do so well on instagram too you know so yeah that's a fun one for instagram whereas like facebook is more conversational you want to be in groups um it doesn't necessarily need as much video 
Um, but it's still great places. It's still a great place to showcase photos of your pets. Um, so then the, the pet parents can then share those pictures on Facebook and help reach other people in the community, stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, and even if you had your own Facebook group as a doggy daycare, that's a great place to, um, if you can get people into your group, sharing information and tips, maybe about training. If, if yeah. you are more of a training focused doggy daycare, um, that's a great place to kind of educate people um, and form more personal connections with potential customers. Definitely, definitely. Um, because having your own group kind of gives you a little bit more authority too, which is nice, but then also joining other groups is great. It's like good to do both, right? Because you want to show your own authority, but then being in other groups, like community groups, I know there's like Fort Worth groups and I'm outside of Rochester. There's like Spencerport groups or whatever. Um, so that you can share that about those different services that you offer. I know it's not it's not a daycare, but when I was moved to Spencerport, New York, I was looking for a dog groomer for my dog. And so that's the first place I went was the Facebook group because usually it's a good place to find things like that. Yeah, local groups are definitely gonna be very key for um, business owners looking for local leads, very important. For sure. And then talking about YouTube a little bit more is interesting because it might not work for everybody, but for some of those groups that are going to be focused more on training um, and are willing to take videos of them training pets, that could be a good place for you to use YouTube as like a teaching platform and get leads that way. Um, you just have to make sure obviously you're like with all the platforms that you're utilizing in the best way with keywords and everything so that you're reaching people in your area. But um, it is a great tool for showing people, you know, what you're talking about, teaching them, giving a little, a little piece of what you could offer them whenever they come and work with you full time. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's great. Um, so, so we talked about Instagram, we talked about Facebook, and we talked about YouTube. Um, so once you kind of know what your goal is and you decide on the platform that you really just want to focus on, um, we can talk about repurposing some of the content. So yeah. maybe let's focus on Instagram. So let's say yes. you've decided Instagram is going to be your primary platform. Um, this is where you're, you are creating some of those um, short form videos. Um, maybe you're posting pictures and stories. One way you could repurpose that content for YouTube is taking a reel and maybe putting it as a YouTube short. Yeah. Um, something like that. Um, you can also use the photos that you post on Instagram. Maybe you've posted a carousel or something like that, and you could post that um, on your Facebook page. Exactly. Yeah, anything exactly. like that. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's such a great point because even if YouTube's not your primary focus and you're posting those reels as shorts on YouTube and you have a YouTube account, it just gives your brand more visibility and with very little extra work because um, it's not like you're creating a whole YouTube video specifically for YouTube because that can be daunting and frankly like a lot of work. <laughs> so uh, yeah. it's a great way to do that, but still show up in search engines so that when people search for your business's name in Google, YouTube will kind of pop up with some options as well because it is a great place for where people search. I think, I can't remember if it was how, what the exact rankings were, so I'm not gonna say it, but it's like 
it's right up there with Google in terms of where people go when they're searching for information. So it's a great option to have your content on there if you can. Yeah, absolutely. And like Emily said, it you are kind of cutting that work in half where you're not creating completely new content for a different platform. We never really recommend doing that. It's just going to take so much time. So this is a great way for you to recycle that content um, from your main platform and potentially put it on another platform. And that way you're growing in multiple places. Um, and it's just going to be really great for your um, business growth. Yeah. And, and those reels can be put on Facebook now too, which is yeah. awesome. Um, and I feel like this will probably get outdated after like three weeks because Facebook changes so much, but um, at the moment they're, they're really pushing reels a lot on, on Facebook. I feel like they always are a couple of steps behind Instagram sometimes. So it, that's something they saw work so well on Instagram that now they're pushing it even more on Facebook than they ever have before. So that's an, another interesting way to utilize it. Yeah, definitely great way to recycle content okay um so another thing we just kind of wanted to touch on was um when it comes to like creating your content um the main thing you want to do is even if it's maybe not the best video or maybe it's not the best photo it doesn't really matter just being consistent is going to be super super important sometimes um, one thing we like to say is um perfectionism is for poor people you don't have time to constantly be redoing content it's just more important that you are really consistent on your primary platform um, yeah. because that's the way that you're going to grow and so it's really okay if you know maybe like i said maybe it's not the best video or maybe it's not the best reel ever it's just more important that you keep going and set realistic goals for yourself totally because every week's going to be a new week for you right yeah. i mean if you are in a place where you can consistently and and happily create content every day great but if you are miserable creating content for your business every day you don't need to do that, you know, yeah. um, because it's not, I mean, yeah, it's great to post as much content as you can, but that's the key as much as you can. If you are feeling just completely burnt out, you're not going to stay consistent with it. And that is what will hurt you more than if you don't post every day. So I think Sarah hit the nail on the head. It's just very important to stay consistent and especially with your primary platform, because that's where you're going to hit your key audience. And if you're consistent with one platform and post to the others as much as you can, but not like worrying about it as often, then that will give you the confidence knowing that this one platform that you're focusing on is doing really well, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's it's very important to just remember that social media is more than just posting cute pictures or videos or whatever, because that's what we see. That's what we take in when we're on social media. But the accounts that end up doing the best and the the businesses that really thrive off of social media are the ones that are engaging with their audience and making sure that they're not just posting the pictures, they're engaging with p potential clients, potential um, buyers of their products, they're responding to their messages, they're responding to their comments. Um, if you're not responding to your comments, people don't know if you've read them sometimes, you know what I mean? Right. And so having that connection with your potential customers is so important too. Yeah, definitely very important. Um, yeah. There's, there's so much that we could talk about on this, but we tried to keep it a little short and sweet for you so you could get just a, a realistic but quick idea of what having your 
ideal platform might look like. Uh, if you have a specific request on what another industry you might want to look at, reach out to us. Um, you'll be able to, to reach out to us on our website, thedigitaldestination.com, um, or on our social media's accounts, which you'll be able to find on our website. Um, in the meantime, we wanted to kind of end off every podcast with a quote, which was Sarah's great idea, and I love it, just to keep you guys motivated for the next couple of weeks. And so Sarah's got a fun little quote for us today. Let's hear it. Yeah. Okay. So this week's quote is, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Um, and that's by Henry Ford. Yeah. And I think it's perfect for this because if you don't think that you're going to be able to create content every day of the week, you probably won't. Probably won't. It probably <laughs> and, won't happen. <laughs> right. And so just having a positive mindset and setting a realistic goal of something that you can do, then you you will definitely be more likely to do it. So yeah. love that. Perfect quote, Sarah. Thank you. Well, we're so excited. Um, if this was something that you liked, um, feel free to check out the freebie on our website. Um, you'll just have to enter in your email address and it'll get sent right to you. And we can't wait for you to, to check it out. If you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe to your favorite platform and leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. You can learn more about the digital destination and work with our small business by finding us on Instagram or Facebook at thedigitaldestination.co.